Hello and welcome in to the Saturday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast, where it's all about medical astrology. I'm Stephanie Vickers. Thank you so much for listening today. So we're back talking elements and continuing on in that series of what they represent in medical astrology. Last week I discussed fire, and today we are all going to take a deep breath and explore all about air. The air element is also known as the vata dosha in Ayurveda. It governs the electrical forces within the body, neurotransmission or exchange of nerve impulse information in our nervous system, oxygenation of the blood, and everything around breath, motion, and language. Its action is cold, light, and slightly damp. And there's some debate that it's more dry than damp, but most medical astrologers tend to fall in the damp category. Now, I spoke of this last week, but I just want to run through it again really quick in case you missed last week's episode. So here's a quick reference guide for excess and deficiency. If you have five or more planets, including your ascendant in one element, then it is considered dominant. Having six or more puts it in excess. If you only have two or less planets or points in one element, then that's considered to be your weak element. And if there are no planets or points in one element, then that is a true deficiency. Air excess can show up in the body systems in multiple ways. So it looks a lot like restlessness, scattered thoughts, actions. There's mental fatigue or a feeling of being mentally unbalanced, nervousness or a low-level anxiousness, hypersensitivity, tendency to be more underweight or have low overall muscle tone. There's a tendency towards anemia or arthritic conditions and just feeling overall like the body feels overall cold. These individuals tend to burn the candle at both ends. They forget to eat regular meals and they don't usually get enough sleep nightly and have irregular habits. So the best way to counterbalance this air excess is through the earth element. So the opposite of cold, light, and damp is the warm, heavy, and dry properties of earth. So to counteract the things that I previously mentioned would look like finding the right routine to follow that best supports your unique constitution and really sticking with it. This is probably the most challenging thing for these individuals, but it will make the biggest difference in overall health. So engaging in things like taking warm baths, uh, warm to hot, you don't want it too hot, but you definitely don't want it too cold. You need to boost a little bit more of the heat and the overall temperature of the body. And add in things uh, like Epsom salts and magnesium that are going to restore the mineral levels of the body and calm the nervous system down as well. Practicing a weightlifting routine that is going to help gain muscle and healthy weight on the physical body. Ensuring enough food and calories are eaten daily with warming qualities. So nothing too hot, but nothing too cold. And this can be through the actual temperature of the food or the addition of warming spices like clove, nutmeg, or ginger. And then just ensuring good nutrition by eating foods with high mineral content and protein levels. Taking at least five to 10 minutes daily for quiet time, either just sitting in silence, nature, or meditation to allow for mental rest is really important. Calming music like classical is also really beneficial. And then using the colors blue and pale yellow are also very supportive. And sleep, 
I'd be very remiss if I didn't mention this. This is absolutely critical for these individuals. And in most cases, seven hours is going to be the minimum needed. Air deficiency, on the other hand, looks very opposite and shows up quite differently in the body. So there is sluggish circulation. There's slowness in thought or movement. There can be sub or less than optimal levels of oxygenation in the body. There can be complaints of the lung, like shortness of breath, frequent bouts of bronchitis or asthma, and then feelings of listlessness and overly intense reactions, since air lightens and without it, there's more density. Best way to boost the air deficiency is through adding in more of the air to support it, and then also the fire element that helps stimulate the chi and vital force of the body. Things like pranayama or breathing exercises help improve oxygenation and circulation. Engaging in flexibility exercises daily like yoga, tai chi, or anything that challenges balance and coordination of the body but also builds strength. So things like gymnastics or pilates. Getting plenty of fresh air daily and finding something that really gives laughter every day. So it could be a GIF or a meme that you look at your phone each morning that lifts you up and just gives you a chuckle. Maybe playing with small children, your family or friends, or uh, even if you have fur babies and pets, something like even watching an episode of your favorite sitcom or comedy special. The goal is to just get your mind off all that mental chatter and the to-do lists and to lose yourself in the moment and bring in that great oxygenation and mental boost with the laughter. I hope this podcast has been informative and encouraging as you learn more ways to better support your unique makeup. Thank you so much for listening today. Please join me back here next Saturday where I'll discuss all about the water element in medical astrology. Hope you all have a wonderful week and see you then.